and welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Transportation System. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Double Dose of Disney podcast. As always, my name is Brittany and I am joined here by my Coronado Springs loving husband, Tony. This week on the podcast, we have a battle over the moderate resorts at Walt Disney World. Giving our experiences with the ones we've stayed at, letting you know the details of the ones that we have left to try, and helping you decide which one is best for your next Disney vacation and why it's Coronado Springs, which I'm kidding, but not really. So this is a battle. Yes. I don't think it's a battle. This is more like, let's tell you all about it, what we know, <laughs> and you let us know which ones you stay at, what's your favorites, and we'll get into them a little bit, and some similarities, differences, and what we like about them. True. That we know about them. Yeah, Coronado, so at Walt Disney World, there's three different resort categories. We've done a previous episode on the value resorts, um, comparing those, talking about our experiences of staying at them, and different like perks to staying in each of the resorts. So we wanted to do the same thing with the moderate resorts. Um, at Walt Disney World, there are four different moderate resorts. There's Caribbean Beach Resort, Port Orleans Resort, French Quarter, and Port Orleans Riverside, as well as Coronado Springs Resort. Um, the moderate resorts are going to be a step above the value, but they're kind of that mid-range price range. So you're going to have more amenities than you would have at the value resorts. You're not going to have as many, like it may not be as close to the parks or something like that, but you're also paying less for it. Yeah, there's some big differences in these we stayed at. We're going to go through them in our stages of life we're at currently, and we're about to have, <laughs> if he falls during town, we're about to have twins this week as of this Tomorrow. recording, so some of these may change in what we refer, what we will stay in the future based on if you have, because what we think, will we have more accommodating, have more fun, maybe? I don't know. We'll talk about it. Yeah, and like each of these resorts, there's not a bad resort ever on Disney property, right? Like there's a 25 different resorts you can stay at. You're going to have a great experience each time. But some resorts may be tailored to more like um, specific party types better than another. And it may be a better option for you to stay there. So um, just the things that like are included at like moderate resorts you may not get at value resorts is going to be things like um, a, t- a table service dining location is included at all of the moderate resorts except for Port Orleans French Quarter. And they're going to have more resort activities. So they have like Sangria University at Coronado Springs or they have fishing over at the Port Orleans resorts or I think at Coronado Springs as well as at Caribbean Beach. So really all of them. And then they're also going to have a more upscale pool area that has includes a water slide, which is always a big perk with kids. So before you tell them about everyone, you want to just get into them? Yep. Let's go. You're going to start at Caribbean Beach. First one we're at, Caribbean Beach, which we have stayed at before. Yes. Location, it's right around, it's called the Epcot area. Uh Uh-huh. And this is a big one because you got the Skyliner. Yeah. So, it always bumps up for us and most people because you have that. You don't have to wait your line on the bus. Right. So, it's kind of right in the middle price range. Yeah. 38 a night, roughly. Yeah. And then the rooms can sleep up to four. The rooms can sleep between four to five at the most. Of course, you can sleep less than that. Um, some of the rooms at this resort were recently refurbished. We stayed at Caribbean Beach back in 2022, I believe. And yeah, I don't know, a few trips ago. And we, at the time, 
we stayed in a pirate room. So we woke up in, pirate, in a pirate ship in the morning. It was our anniversary. So that was pretty funny. The location was perfect. On it was. We only had two floors. So there's nobody stopping above us. And we were actually on the corner. So it was really quick and easy getting in and out. And it was quiet. Because most of the time you're staying in these hotels, they're... You hear every door slam and everything. This one's actually quiet because of the location. So you can always try to ask for certain ones and you know ahead of time. I'm like, I want to be on the second floor over here. And you can guarantee it's going to be way quieter stay than being on someone top of you. Yeah. And like Tony said, like I was, I was personally very surprised at how quiet it was. Um, those pirate themed rooms have now been all refurbished to be the Little Mermaid rooms. There, It's like a lighter airy feel. To me, it feels like a um a more moderate priced po uh, polynesian village resort because it's very light and airy there's like one queen size bed that um, is in the room and the other bed folds out i talked to a cast member recently when i was requesting rooms for a client and the cast member said that um you cannot request a little mermaid room there's not like a room type for that and not all of the rooms have um been refurbished but if you go with a standard view room or a standard view it's standard view fifth sleeper room. Um, your odds of getting the, uh, the Little Mermaid room are better than not. Yeah. Always ask. All they can say is no. Yeah. And like I said, this one, unlike a couple of these other ones, or maybe just Coronado, but there's so much around around the Caribbean Beach Resort that you can go to. Right. Which is right there on the Skyliner. So yeah. Popping art right there. You can walk to... Uh, you can also walk to Riviera. Riviera. Right there and then go eat breakfast or explore that resort. You don't got to go very far yeah caribbean beach is one of the bigger resorts on property when we stayed there we were in i want to say we were in the trinidad section is where the pirate themed rooms were so we were right across a walking bridge from the skyliner which is great because skyliner takes you to epcot and hollywood studios obviously but we were at the opposite end of the resort from riviera so it would have been a longer walk to go over to riviera not a big deal again you can take the skyliner but it was also a little bit of a longer walk to the lobby that wasn't a deal breaker for us but I could see if you were staying here with like young kids and you were going to be at the food court or something a lot, you may want to like request a room that's closer to the lobby. Yeah, we didn't really get firsthand experiencing <laughs> on this one last time because we were in and out. We didn't really get the experience we did a pool split or stay. anything. We did a split stay, but yeah, it's similar to Coronado and how it has a really big layout though as well. So definitely, if you're going to stay here, and based on where you're going to be using, what you're going to be doing, I would definitely recommend requesting where you want to stay because it's pretty spread out. Yeah, there's there's four bus stops at Caribbean Beach Resort. Like like we said, you can take the Skyliner over at Epcot and Hollywood Studios, but to Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom, as well as Disney Springs, you may need to take the bus. So we ended up just Ubering um, to Disney Springs that day that we went just because we didn't want to wait for the buses. Um, one of the big parks here is the Fuente, Fuentes del Moro Pool, which is a pirate-themed pool that's like right outside of the lobby. There is a table service dining location here called Sebastian's Bistro. I've talked about that before on the podcast. That's a place that we want to eat at. It's kind of like a, an Ohana, but less expensive. Again, this resort kind of gives like poly light vibes, quote unquote, um, in that it's a family style meal. It's a Caribbean style family style meal. Um, they also have a pool bar called Banana Cabana. And then there's a quick service location, which is Centertown Market, their food court, and then um, Spyglass Grill. Yeah, for me, this resort is fun because there's always something going on. You get the feel of yeah. the Skyliner. Unlike kind of like the Coronado, it's kind of more kind of quieter vibe. But this one, you always feel like there's something going on. Right. It's kind of a funner place to be. There's, like I say, you got a huge 
Oh, they all have huge running walking paths that kind of go throughout the resort, typically around a mile or so. But. Yeah, and this one has a really cool playground area that's kind of like on its own little island. Didn't experience that one last No, time. no, we didn't. But that is a big perk to it, too. You can also see the fireworks from this resort from Epcot. Um, so that's kind of one of the big things, too, that people love. You can go out. There's a lot of beach areas there that you can go to. And you can um, just, like, sit out along the beach and like watch the fireworks get shot off. According to Disney, they have colonial forts and lively markets here. Huh? Pristine beaches that you can't swim in the water though. <laughs> Splashy florals and swaying hammocks. Sure to awaken the imagination. <laughs> Disney-esque vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, this is just, it's such a fun resort to stay at. When we stayed there in 2022, I had heard such mixed things about it. And I'll be honest, I didn't go into it with like very high expectations. And then we got there. That was the day that we talked about. We went, it was kind of like a marathon travel day. We flew out at like 5 a.m., got to um, Disney World, or got to Orlando, went straight to our resort, and then went over to Disney Springs. But we were, I think we were instantly like, this is an, like, this resort is better than what people say it is. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't have... I guess we had, I guess we kind of had low expectations. I guess right, we did. Not thinking it was gonna be a bad resort, but like okay, we can kind of you know we'll make it work. But you know, it's kind of like you know. Well, and we were also staying in the something. pirate room, so we were like you know like two grown adults staying in the pirate room for their anniversary. Really? Yeah. <laughs> no, we're in the magic. <laughs> yeah. But no, we definitely want to go back here and explore because we didn't get to do anything at last time we were here. We basically used it for the Skyliner, and that was it. Yeah, my original intention for our February trip was for us to stay at Caribbean Beach. Um, because it's on the Skyliner for the girls, since they'll be in strollers, we'll just be able in a stroller, we'll just be able to wheel it like directly under the Skyliner. Uh, we ended up booking at Boardwalk instead. It's closer to Epcot, but, um, this is another great option to me if you're looking for ease of transportation with like kids and strollers and things like that, especially if you have a tandem stroller, you just get to roll it right onto the Skyliner. Another big perk of this resort is this resort is actually the hub of the Skyliner. So what that means is there's a big Skyliner station um, outside, and when you go to get on that Skyliner, you're either going to go to get directly on the Skyliner to go to Hollywood Studios or directly on the Skyliner to go to Epcot. You're not going to have to change lines like you would if you were staying at Pop Centers or Art of Animation or Riviera. You have to go back to Caribbean Beach to get to different locations. Yeah. I think we already talked about but just looking at this you basically get a two for one other than staying at the Riviera you're looking at it yeah it wraps around basically so you can basically walk right to it we've eaten breakfast there before you can do all the outside kind of activities you can't obviously like jump in the pool or something but yeah you get to check out on the resort that's right next door you can walk to and it's a beautiful like walking path too like <laughs> do you remember when we stayed there and I was you were trying to run that morning and I was like not having it you wanted to run on like the jogging trail and I was Tony was like come run with me and I was like no like I was in a terrible mood we always try to be those people <laughs> we're our nice little morning exercise we do typically little, our little coffee latte yeah we do typically not croissant in the morning <laughs> And then eat garbage all day. One of the other things about this resort too at the Skyliner Station that Tony particularly loves is that there is a Joffrey's coffee kiosk loves that. at the um, Skyliner Station. So you can get a, a donut. I don't know if you can get other pastries. Or if You're it's just going donuts. there. You get the coffee and you get the big donut with the sprinkles. And then you can get Huge. hop, hop Huge. right on the Skyliner. Eat your donut as you're like sailing over to um, or soaring over to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. 
overall, this is a pretty solid place to stay. Now, yeah. Definitely with kids. If you're looking for some big romantic thing, this is probably not, you know you're probably gonna be Coronado ish. But they do overall, have king. Pretty, they do have king place. rooms here. I could see making it more romantic, but I also see what you mean. Do you see any drawbacks to this resort? No. My only drawback would be that some of the rooms haven't been refurbished, but that's not necessarily a drawback to me either. Like, I feel like the rooms here, this is going to be a hot take, but like when we stayed at Beach Club, I felt like the rooms here were just as updated as they were at Caribbean Beach. Yeah, I mean, it just takes them a while to catch up with her. There's yeah. a couple of rooms in Disney World. Disney's like going for this like whole like vinyl flooring, like space underneath the bed to store your luggage, which I appreciate all of those things, but they just haven't gotten it out to all the resorts yet. We don't need carpet in Disney World. <laughs> no. Sounds nasty. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Moving on. Moving Final on. Thoughts. We're done with Coronado. We're done Beach. with Caribbean Beach. The next one is Coronado Springs. One out of ten. Probably Twelve. eleven for us. <laughs> yeah. We are big Without kids. We're big Coronado Springs fans. We stayed here in 2021. Um, we were actually supposed to stay at Caribbean Beach that trip. And then a discount came out and I wasn't able to apply the discount at Caribbean Beach. So we got moved to Coronado Springs and we moved to Coronado Springs and I was kind of worried. I was like, I don't know if we're going to like it because I had heard Coronado Springs had some of the most subtle Disney theming on property. It's got the worst transportation ever. <laughs> yeah. And so it's, big. it's themed to be Caribbean Beach. Or, I'm sorry. Coronado Springs is themed to celebrate like Southwestern and like Southwestern cultures and so I was like, I don't know if we're going to like this. We're from the South. Like, we're from Texas, so we kind of get a lot of that. But we absolutely loved this resort. This resort is located in the Animal Kingdom area. But with that said, it's actually the most centrally located resort on Disney property. Um, the rooms start at 2.42 a night here. They sleep up to four guests, so you can't have five in these rooms. It's only four. Um, they have outlying buildings, which are the ranches, casitas, and cabanas, or you can stay at the Grand Estino Tower. And then they have bus transportation to all parks in Disney Springs. And Grand Estino Tower um, actually was just recently opened in 2019, so July of 2019. Yeah, the only thing here is it's, yeah, it's big, but it's the same as Caribbean Beach pretty much. I mean, request where you want to stay. Right. We stay, we haven't stayed anywhere besides the tower, and that was Amazing for us. Yeah. You feel like you're just like people. Some people feel, oh, it's kind of like being in a Vegas thing. Well, we don't even know what that we like. We can, t we can see what you're talking about, but it's just like a cool vibe that you feel like you're high class. Yeah. A lot of people consider this to be a deluxe resort at a moderate price tag, especially if you stay in the tower. We were booked in a standard room when we stayed there in 2021. Back then, of course, there were like not many people staying at the resort because of like the 2020 closures. And um, we just requested at the front desk. That's one of our pro tips is always ask at the front desk, like, Hey, can you, can we be placed near X, Y, Z? And they actually upgraded us to like a tower King room. Um, so the tower is amazing, but I think staying in the outlying buildings is great too. You can also book one of the preferred rooms, which is closest to the tower because the tower has most of the amenities. One of the bigger perks here too, is there's 10 different like dining locations and lounges on this property. So you've got... Maya Grill, Toledo, which is a top of steak and seafood restaurant at the top of Grand Estino Tower, and Rick's Sports Bar, which are all table service. And then you have El Mercado de Coronado, which is a food court. Cafe Rick's, which is kind of like a grab-and-go pastry place, and then they also have ice creams and stuff. 
And then Barcelona Lounge, which is the coffee place, and they have drinks in the evening, and then they have like quick service, like just grab and go. So those are all their quick service locations. Um, you have Laguna Bar, Dahlia Lounge, and Three Bridges Bar and Grill, which are technically their lounges. But Three Bridges Bar and Grill is actually like a full service restaurant. You just don't have to have a dining reservation to go there. And then their uh, pool bar is Siesta's Cantina. Yeah, so we were there. We tried probably half of these because half weren't open. Right. Rick's Sports Bar. We ate there twice. Yeah, this place is really good if you want to watch games. It's got mm-hmm. a lot of TVs. Their brunch is good. Oh, their food's good all around. You know, it's not going to be, you know, your sit down looking five star cuisine, but just good food. Right. Um, um, I really didn't get to try that one out. No, that one was closed, and so was Toledo. Um, Toledo, I would like to try because it's located at the top of the tower, and you can see the fireworks from Magic Kingdom and Epcot from there. Like, they're in the distance, but you can still see them. Um, El Mercado de Coronado, we went through there, I think, last night and just grabbed food. That's a, It's a food court. It's a good-sized food court, but at the end of the day, it's a food court nonetheless. Cafe Ricks was closed. Barcelona Lounge, we got coffee from every morning. That was really good. Up top. What's the lounge up top? Laguna Bar? No, Dahlia Lounge. Dahlia Lounge is up top. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Overall, I think... For the tower, more adult style. Yeah, I agree. If you have kids here, I would say probably not in the tower. Probably the other locations. I agree. When we stayed in the tower, there was a family that was like two doors down from us. Do you remember that? And they had small kids. And it just, it didn't feel like it fit because you're in this. Feels like an adult's only in the tower. Right, right. And it, um, I'll be honest, like, so Caribbean Beach is very insulated i feel like coronado springs i feel like in the tower is not quite as much so so when you have kids in the tower it's just a little bit louder so we probably wouldn't go back and stay with our kids there we'd probably stay in the outlying buildings even though we'd want to yeah it just has everything there though so it makes it so much convenience i think it's way nicer but i think what you can do is you can get a preferred room and you're going to be placed in like the casitas or the cabanas areas which are the sections like bordering the tower and then you can just go into the tower for everything anyway yeah and then outside they have the biggest pool or one of the biggest The biggest pools? hot tub. Biggest hot and tub. one of the biggest pools. So you get a little hike to get to the, the pool, but then across right in the middle of the pond, you got three bridges, bar and grill, which is, you you want to eat there if you're not even staying at Coronado. Yeah, no. It's just got a crazy like little environment. You can do like the Sangria uh, university. university. And they just have some cool little stuff. A little more unique, but it's really good. Yeah, and then one of the perks of staying here, too, is Siesta's Cantina, which is the pool bar. We ate lunch there one day, and it was actually really solid. Like, most of the time when you go to a pool bar for, like, lunch, you're going to get, like... You got a burger. Yeah, you get a burger. That's it. When you go to Siesta's Cantina, they had... Um, they have, actually, the same margaritas that they serve in Epcot, like the um, Mexican flag margaritas. But we got, I think Tony got, like, fish tacos or something yeah, like or that. Some kind of wrap or something. Something unique that's... You did. Like I said, all these, re- all these resorts and... Locations have different stuff you're not going to find at other places, you know. Some, right. You'll probably get a burger everywhere, but they're going to have a couple things you can't really just, you know. A yeah. lettuce wrap or some kind of seafood entree or something you're not going to find somewhere else. So, yeah, it was good. Yeah, and then they also, this is all, one of the other big perks about staying here is obviously you're on vacation. This isn't a must-do, but this is the only moderate resort that has a fitness center. It actually has two. It has one in the tower, and then it has one in... The casita section, I believe. Yeah, well, you're pumping out every morning. <laughs> and it's downstairs. In the tower, pretty yeah. Pretty much kind of in the lobby. It's downstairs. You can still see the lobby from the in the entrance. And then there's also a little coffee 
in the morning they set up co- like a little coffee bar mm-hmm. or whatever that's at the bar. So then we, it wasn't, it didn't turn into a bar while we were there. Bar, that's Barcelona Lounge. Barcelona, yeah. yeah. It didn't know. At that time, I don't think they were doing the bar in the evening down there. I think it was just Dahlia Lounge. Yeah, so you can get all your coffee, latte, ice cream, hold the whip, all that in the morning. And then at night, nighttime, drinks. They also have, can you bring your fishing pole there? So you can fish there. You can't bring your own fishing pole. You can rent. Unless you can put it in your bag real small. When we went to Coronado, it was really funny because, so the NBA bubble was at Disney in 2020. And um, when we went, it was like the minor league version of the NBA and they were staying at Coronado because I believe it was the Spurs or the Lakers that had stayed in the tower at yeah, Coronado. I walking over three bridges and some guys were fishing around there in the corner. They yeah. The, blocked up where they were staying at. Yeah, so they blocked off a section of, I want to say they were staying in like the, in the Casitas area and they blocked off that section and those guys were fishing. Um, at the time they had like kind of like the recreation area closed where you could go fishing, but you can rent a fishing pole and like fish off the bridge. Overall, yeah, this place is, we like it. We like yeah. it a lot. And especially for the price you're getting for what it, you know, compared to everyone compares it to being a deluxe for a moderate right. price. The only drawback obviously just being, it's just the buses. But another tip like we do, if you need to get somewhere quick, just Uber every once in a while. Well, or and if you have kids, you can always do a minivan because minivans have car seats in them. Um, so, yeah, like Tony said, just Uber. And the, the thing about it is, is because it's so centrally located, it's not going to take as long of a time to get to any of the parks because it's in the middle of all of them. Um, it is a bigger resort. It's just like all of the moderate resorts are kind of like bigger and spread out with the exception of French Quarter. Um, and so you may, so it has like, this one has multiple bus stops as well, but that was never an issue for yeah, us. Yeah, that's what I'll say. Definitely get familiar with the bus stops, where they're stopping, in the order they stop. Sometimes they don't even stop at everyone if they don't see anybody there, depending on the driver. Right. But yeah, definitely get familiar with that at times, or else you will kind of waste a lot of time sitting around not knowing in and with, when and where you're, you know, that buses are going to be there. Yeah, and you can always look in like the... In your Disney World app, you can go to your resort hotel and you can look at bus, like the bus schedule there, and it'll give you a time of like when the next bus is coming around. So the the nice thing is there's always a close bus stop to you, but it may just like take a little bit longer to get over there, depending on the bus driver and depending on the day. Overall, that's my only knock. Yeah. But that's just most resorts anyway. We stayed at Coronado. For like, I think we were supposed to stay there for eight, seven nights, eight nights. Anyway, we ended up extending on our trip another day because we just didn't want to go home. We loved Coronado so much. Moving on. Moving on. To the ones we have not stayed at. Yeah. So heading over to the Disney Springs area are the Port Orleans resorts. Um, there's Port Orleans Riverside, Port Orleans French Quarter, like I said, and they are sister properties. Port Orleans French Quarter um, starts at 265 a night. They actually both start at 265 a night. But Port Orleans French Quarter sleeps up to four. And this is the smallest moderate resort on Disney property. So they have a quick service location called Sasagula Floatworks and Food Factory. And then Scat Cats Club, which is a cafe. But they also have a lounge, which is Scat Cats Club um, and Mardi Gras. So overall, they're basically about the same price starting yeah. out. Yeah. Being Coronado, you can actually get just a hair cheaper. Right. And it's closer to the parks. But here you get the beignets. 
You do get the bidets. It also has boat transportation that will take you to Disney Springs, which a lot of people love. You're going to use buses to take you to all of the other parks. So it might be a little bit further than like Cor- than Coronado with bus time. But again, if you're going to be at Disney Springs a lot, you're planning on using like their dining and stuff like that, then this could be a good resort to stay at. This is definitely one of our bucket lists. Yes. And again, like... I don't know if everyone's like that or just us. Transportation is huge. You no, know it is. I don't know if everyone's like that, but for I personally, and because we like being at Disney Springs. Well, I think if you are relying on Disney transportation, then it's a big We're thing. We're never relying on it. We definitely take advantage of it. We appreciate being on it. Yes. I just mean like, Uber if we need to. like, we don't have our own car. You know what I mean? Like, but yeah, we, well, we can do. Uber. We're just not there. <laughs> well, you know what I mean. Um... So the biggest parks of this resort is both transportation. Like I said, it's a smaller resort, so there's not as much walking. Um, Scott Cuts Club is known for Yeehaw Bob, who performs several Yeehaw times Bob. a week. Yeah, I want to see him. I we do. I do too. Like we've always wanted to get over there. We've always wanted to try the beignets. If you don't and- know, go look him up. <laughs> and then their pool is the Dubloon Lagoon Pool, but that pool is actually if you're going to stay there in 2024, just know the pool is going to be closed from January to April. So, this is a theming that I think a reason why I want to say there too because we don't really have that kind of theming in our daily. What? French Quarter theming? Yeah, in our daily life. Yeah. Even though we still, like, this is off, but like Wilderness Lodge, <laughs> Outdoors. Right. Kind of, or Coronado. Right. South Texas vibe-ish. Yeah, that's true. So, I think it's probably, uh, maybe our, one of our top three we want to say it next. I kind of wanted to stay here because my grandpa's from louisiana and so growing up like we've always eaten a bunch of cajun food and stuff like that um i'm apprehensive of eating cajun food at disney but i've heard really good things about it so i've always wanted to stay here for that i think that it's cool too like i like that it's a smaller resort because some of the moderate resorts are bigger this one only has one bus stop but it's also in walking distance of Port Orleans Riverside. So you get you get to use the amenities of both since they're sister properties. And because Haunted Mansion just came up recently, so it reminds me of Haunted Mansion. <laughs> yeah. And we can go there and we can talk about all the Cajun food. And shout out Tracy. And then she can talk about how it's not authentic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, oh, it beignets. It's all about the beignets. The seasonal beignets, too. I saw they had the cookies and, cookies and cream. The cookies and cream one for Halloween, right? Yep. Yeah, and I think, like, this resort just seems so fun. We um, golfed at Lake Buena Vista Golf Course last trip, and that golf course, one of the holes is directly across from Port Orleans French Quarter. So it was, like, watching everybody in the pool and everything like that we were golfing. It looked really fun. Yeah, I think this is, like, when you got to think about, like, for us, we go straight into Disney Springs when we get there our first day when we fly into Miami. Orlando, so and typically we like to do a split stay, right? So this is one we would stay there and then go from there, maybe. Or, but would we do split stays now with the girls? We probably wouldn't even do one actually from there. No, but prioritize like where you're staying and which where you're gonna be doing, what parks you're gonna be at, what if you're gonna be. I said you're gonna be at Disney Springs a lot. This is this it's a no brainer. I honestly thought about us staying here in um in february when we go again my only reason for holding it back is like okay the girls are gonna be really small at first it probably will be easier to be close to the parks but on subsequent trips like later this year or um something like that i think that this would be a great resort to kind of stay at once we kind of get our groove with 
putting the stroller on the buses and stuff like that. Like once you kind of get that down. And again, like we said, you can always get an Uber or a Lyft um, to take you over to the parks to kind of get you there quicker. Yeah, I think this one is definitely overall, like there's no just kind of kid vibe. There's no just kind of any, I think it's for everybody. They all are. Right. But this one has a feel where, you know, it's not like a, you're not going to be sitting in a clamshell in your bed type of thing. <laughs> Which happens to us at Art of Animation. Kids awesome here. People know kids, I guess, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so going, Adults. going right next door to the, like switching, kind of switching gears to Port Orleans Riverside, which is a sister property. A lot of people say Port Orleans Riverside is one of the most romantic hotels on Disney property. Again, we've never stayed there. Um, it's the exact same price as Port Orleans French Quarter, but you can sleep up to five in these rooms. So they have like two queen beds with a child size pullout twin bed. Some of the rooms here are going to be themed to like royal guest rooms. Other ones are themed to um, just like the down home hospitality of the Louisiana Bayou. But um, the royal guest rooms, I actually had thought, I was like, that would be so fun to stay with the girls in. It's two, it's two queen beds and it's tons of princess details. Like I'm talking like you've got a fireworks show that you just flip the light switch on and there's fireworks that go off above your bed. So this resort um, has a table service dining location, which is called Boatwright's Dining Hall. The quick service uh, is Riverside Food Mill, Riverside Mill Food Court. The lounges um, are River Roost and technically Muddy Rivers, which is also actually their pool bar. And then their pool here is called Old Man Island Pool. Um, they also have horse-drawn carriage rides here. You can rent Surrey bikes or do just like regular bike rentals. And then again, the perk too is that it's a sister property to Port Orleans French Quarter, so you kind of get two resorts in one. Yeah, I feel like this one has way more... As we've seen the, the carriage rides, that was like more... And not adventurous but like there's more to kind of look Romantic. at it like caribbean beach you got it's kind of cool you have the skyline looking over but it's kind of your typical right you're not seeing anything else other than that resort right that's like there's more going on around you, you yeah got, you got the boats cruising and i mean i thought there's more to look at in this resort and this is going to be a bigger size resort too so this resort has multiple bus stops like caribbean beach and coronado springs but again you could always walk over to Port Orleans French Quarter if you just need to like hop on the bus because you know you, that's just one bus stop um, over there. So you kind of get the best of both worlds. Yeah, all these are obviously similar price. Uh huh. But I just keep going back to the transportation thing. Right. It's not a, a deal breaker or something drastic, but it's just look obviously location and where, what you're getting from like transportation wise. You What's, want the Skyline, do you care about? Do you want. Do you want to be next to Disney Springs? Do you care about that? Do you want to, you know? Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that of all of these resorts, Caribbean Beach is the least expensive and it has the best transportation. It has Skyliner access over to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. I know, yeah. Some people don't even like Skyliner. Well, that's true. I, but I have had a very rare occurrence of people saying they don't like Skyliner. I'd say more boats than the Skyliner. What? That people don't like. Yeah, that's true. You don't hear a lot of people say, I love the boat rides. I want to go on the boat ride. Here's my thing. I'm not hating on the boats over at Port Orleans. But you can't take that to a park though, too. So no, it's just Disney Springs. That's it. You're right. And when we took the boat from Saratoga, take the bus. from Saratoga, like I love being in the Disney bubble. I love the Disney music. I love everything about. It. I do not want to know that the outside world exists when I am on Disney property. And when we got on the boat, 
at Saratoga. It felt like there was a little bit of a disconnect with that. Do you remember that? I don't know if that was just the first night or if that was the whole time, but they were like playing Miley Cyrus on the boat. And I was like, I'm yeah, not going to a party. I mean, you go to Disney Springs and if you have that track of like the people who can just cruise around and everything where some people may not even staying there. That's true. Yeah. It's just like an open mall basically. So right. For all you know, they're just cruising. They're not even staying on Disney property anywhere. Yeah. But I don't know. We're... We just got done playing golf, too. I think maybe some of those guys just came to the golf course. Maybe they'll lose. That's true, too. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I think that if you're... So, here's my pick. If you are a family and you're looking to stay at one of the Port Orleans resorts, I would probably stay at Port Orleans Riverside. Just because it has a little bit more amenities than Port Orleans French Quarter, you can always walk over to Port Orleans French Quarter and go to the Scott Cats Lounge and all of that fun stuff. So you can take in more of that adult-centric atmosphere. If you are an adult-only vacation or a couple's trip, um, you can take the... If you have an adult-only vacation or a couple's trip, then I say to go to Port Orleans French Quarter. Yeah, it's just so hard to pass up the Caribbean beach just because of Skylar. You can go right to two parks. Okay, so if you had to choose for a young family like ours, which one would you choose out of all four? Yeah, Caribbean beach. If you had to choose for an adults-only vacation, which one would you choose? Coronado. If you had to choose for a couple's trip, which one would you choose? Coronado. <laughs> no, it's I- Coronado. It would be um, Port Orleans French Quarter. I say... A young family, I would do I would do Caribbean Beach, or I might consider Port Orleans Riverside if you're planning on like taking like minivans sometimes and stuff like that. Um, Couples trip is anywhere. Yeah. It's a matter of do you want to really have the full experience, have fun, and be kids, and be say Caribbean Beach, and not have to have something kind of more upscale and scale and fancy ish kind of. You're still in the but bubble, but it's so that. subtle, like a Coronado. You're not going to really see. You're not going to see characters really. You're, right. The real hidden Mickey type of thing. Yeah. Just, you know, kind of like pop it's in your face a little bit. So, right. couples can be anywhere. No, I totally agree. what kind of trip you're looking to have. Yeah, I agree. And if you're in a larger party, I would say I would do Caribbean Beach. Because it gives you easier Skyliner access. It's a big resort so it can accommodate more people. And you have um, great, like, transport. Like, you have great, like, dining and different things like that. Overall, like everything, it's your priorities, your wants, your needs. We just want to give you some oversight. Yeah. Tips. Tips. Pointers. Guidance. What we know, what we've seen, what we don't know, what we think they're like, and lots, lots of words. No. <laughs> More adjective things. Yeah. <laughs> so. On. You guys, let us know where you've stayed. Let us know what you think. If you haven't, if you have, things we've missed, things you want to know. Like, subscribe, share, comment, <laughs> rate. Leave us a review. If you don't have anything good to say, move it, keep moving. And give us a follow on the Double Dose of Disney fam on both Instagram and TikTok. Um, transparently, this is the we're having our twin daughters tomorrow. And this podcast will come out sure. not this week, but the following week. So we will be back with new up. Like there won't be a gap in episodes, but we will be sharing all about our new life with our twinzos very soon. Yeah, and there's something else you want to us to cover. Let us know. Yeah. Future podcast ideas, questions, whatever you got, let us know. Yep. So we will see you right back here next week. See you.